catching you up on everything you might have missed. It's the Christian Bodge Podcast on Hit FM. Welcome to the Christian Bodge Catch Up Podcast. Uh, on today's show, we call out cancel culture. It has gone too far. Mm-hmm. Um, it started off quite okay, and then it was like, yeah, okay, and now they've t- uh, taken aim at a a very popular children's television show, which uh, is not good. I don't like it. I have no idea how you're keeping your cool right now because, uh, no. yeah, taking aim at a kid's show, it's the last straw for me, Bodge. Well, I had my rant, and you'll hear that later on in the podcast. Also, speaking of kids, Kids Alpha Bucks, um, that wraps up in today's show, which uh, was very sad, but Jaden had a great crack at it. But the big news for me, Bodge, Dr. Harry Cooper, the legend Ooh. himself, finally came to my backyard, and we get him on the show this morning. Also, fake news, plus a whole lot of other stuff coming up on the Christy Bodge Catch-Up podcast. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid North Coast Hit FM. So imagine being a parent, Bodge, and you get a knock at the door. Okay. And you find a naked man and a naked woman. Okay. Standing there. Sure. Asking for your son. I don't know what you're First talking thoughts. about. I don't know what you're talking about. First thoughts? I, I don't know. Why would you find a naked couple at well, the front? Well, they've come in to see your son. It doesn't sound terrible. Um,. <laughs> I just, a naked I, man and a woman I, standing on the front porch asking for your son, being a teenage son, I, not I too would, concerned? I would go, did did he steal your towels? Were you at a gymnasium <laughs> in a shower, uh, perhaps? Um, you know, I'd also, you know, ask why they were naked, potentially, rather than, you know, just go, yeah, my son's here. Well, it did happen in New Zealand, but not in real life. It's a, a new cheeky ad campaign to encourage parents to have that frank conversation with their kids not just about the birds and bees, about porn, Bodge. I don't understand what you're saying. I don't, it was also what the, these naked people rock up to the door. Oh, this is an ad. This is oh, an this ad is... campaign oh. to encourage parents so, to talk about porn. So that is, is it on telly? It's on TV. Right. And do you see their jubblies? Well, it's blurred out. Of course oh. they can't put that on TV, on an ad, on oh, okay. a commercial. Well, all right. So you've got, have you got the copy of this ad I that do. I can have a look at? All yes. right. Thank you. Let me have a look at this. Hiya. I'm Sue. This is Derek. We're here because your son just looked us up online, you know, to watch us. Matt! Matt, darling, there's some people here to see you. So he watches you online? Yeah, you know, on his laptop. iPad, PlayStation. Mm, his phone, your phone. Smart TV projector. Yeah, anyway, we usually perform for adults, but your son's just a kid. He might not know how relationships actually work. We don't even talk about consent, do we? Now we just get straight to it. Yeah, and I'd never act like that in real life. Nah. <laughs> hey, Maddie. You are right. There goes the cereal. All right, Maddie. It sounds like it's time to have a talk about the difference between what you see online and real-life relationships. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. First off, first off, I've got a projector in my room. I've never once considered whether or not I should watch porn on there. <laughs> As an adult. That's like a cinema. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. That's game-changer right there. And with that hottie girl and that big, muscly man... Well, I wasn't too fussed for that, to be honest. I was, like, I was looking at them going, why were they? They were very English sounding, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure there, but it was a New Zealand campaign. So, and and then what they've done is they've they've put together this whole website about keeping it real Who online. watches porn on their PlayStation? <laughs> there would be kids out there. Curious teenage kids. No, not on the PlayStation. Mobile phone's probably the way to go. I mean, I'm not saying do, I'm just saying it's accessible more so from the phone. But see, this is the sad reality, is I'm sure when you were a teenager, you wanted to find out information about sex. No, I didn't. And where did you turn to? No, I didn't. I was like, you know when you see a dog, right, or a cat or whatever? No. 
normally a male one, and they don't understand uh-huh. what's happening, and all uh-huh. of a sudden the lipstick comes out, and they don't know what to do, and they freak <laughs> out, and then they go and run around outside, and then they decide they're just going to drag himself along the ground. That was basically how I, I learned. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, does that do this? That's, that's a good feeling. I just keep doing that. But that's not reality. Just like Hang on, I wasn't watching anything. I wasn't watching anything. <laughs> I was just doing it. I thought, oh, that's, a not, that's like, you know... That feels good. Mm-hmm. I'll keep that. I'll have my cup of tea's brewing. I'll, a few minutes, I'll do that thing that makes me yep. feel quite nice. <laughs> you know, and then you get visual stimulus. You know, later on, you find it. You know, we didn't have internet so much back then. I remember getting a three and a half floppy disc, <laughs> and it had JPEGs on it that took a long time to load, and they were high definition pictures. You could you could only fit one file on because it was a hundred and twenty eight uh, megabytes. I think it was. Um, unless you had one of them special three and a half floppies that had 256 megabyte space on there mm. and you could fit like, you know, some the big pictures. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I had a selection of photographs and it would take a while for them to load on my Windows 97 computer. And um, that was how it was done back then. You know, if you if it's not right, it's not right. And yeah, I mean, now it's just out of control. Porn's com- everywhere and it's crazy. <laughs> I feel confused now by whether or not we're talking about porn or just floppy disks in general. Well, kids these days wouldn't even know what a floppy disk was. If I said three and a half floppy, they'd go, what? (laughs) But it's just, no, porn's a big deal. If I was a parent, I think it would be a difficult conversation for me to have. The first thing I'd say is is, um, uh, there's not a lot of respect in porn, I guess. No. Well, you know, in fact, I don't think I've ever seen anyone really sort of have a cuddle afterwards even and just go, that was really nice. <laughs> you know, just something like that. I we really, should go I, and find I, one. I, really I feel like enjoy, we do. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. I'll, I'll get you a cup of tea. I'll make you a little crumpet or something like that. You know, nothing like that. Would you watch it, though, if it did that? I probably would for a laugh, to be honest. <laughs> I would watch it. I would be an avid watcher. In fact, I, I, um, I watched, I don't mind saying this, I watched a little bit, I looked it up, Recently, because I heard that there was COVID nineteen themed, um, you know, adult entertainment, I thought I'll watch it just to see if it was funny, and it wasn't. It was actually I'm just wearing face masks. I thought, well, this is boring. Mm, yeah, you might as well have just want a hat. You know, I, that's the thing. Kids, teenagers, when they're curious, they're going to go hunting for answers as to what it all means. But sadly, porn is did, not reality. Did you? Did you, what, did you have the chat with your parents, or did you? Do you have a I don't you know. ever remember, to be Do you not? Oh, can, can I tell you what my parents did, right? This is hilarious. You'll love this. Um, I remember Dad tried to sit me down once, and he said, um, you will love this. Mm-hmm. He goes, so, um, Jace, have you ever, um, oh, um, have you ever had a, you know, mm. a, a hard mm. uh, private area? And I was about, I was think I was nearly 12, and I went, oh, yeah. And he goes, oh, okay, so that has happened. Okay, okay, okay you good. You know what I'm doing. He was about. so nervous, and I was just like, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, only one time, though. And he goes, oh, oh, so it's still early. Okay. Um, and and what, what were you thinking about at the time? And uh, I was just totally honest with him. I said, I was having some of mum's mashed potato. <laughs> and he just sort of turned around to her, and she was in the kitchen. He just turned back, and he had a smile on his face, and he just sort of goes, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's good mash, isn't it, mate? Yeah, it's a good mashed potato. And um, he was trying to do the birds and the bees, and by this point, he tried to. He just floundered around it for a bit. And Mum had come back in, 
and she just goes, Neil, I'll do this. And she goes, right, you put your private part inside her oh. private part and then you have a baby. <laughs> and I was like, and I said the, the most childish thing, and I'm only saying this because this is how kids react. I said to her, I said, do you, do you wee in her? Because oh. that was literally, that was all I knew about that, that part of yeah. my body. And, it's <laughs> and, uh, and, and then she went bright red. And rightly so. So it's a very hard thing to talk to kids about this sort of it stuff. It is. No wonder they turn to porn because parents make it a uh, lot well, more awkward, but they can go to keepitreal.online.govt.nz to learn more about how to have that conversation. <laughs> so if we go to a New Zealand government-funded... Um, well, they're the ones that are making sure that kids know uh, <laughs> what to do in this situation and realise that porn's not real life. Well, don't even worry about that, all right? If you... If you find someone that you like, male, female, whatever, um, just make sure that you show them a little bit of respect. Make them a cup of tea before and after, all right? Get them a little biscuit. Tell no. them, you know, maybe take them out to dinner first. And what's it, consent and all that? Always give consent. Well, I mean, you... you and no, I, don't you dare no, no, argue hey, that. Stop, oh. don't, don't. <laughs> You don't you dare make out like I was going to say otherwise. What I was going to say is, is like, you, you don't, like, you know, you... you you, you don't actually – how do you put it? You don't want to um, – you don't want to ruin the mood by saying, do you give me consent to do this? It's something that two adults, you know, consent to in other ways. It's yes, a really weird situation. You Get your parents to talk to you about this. <laughs> I'm not your dad. I'm not your dad. Always make sure that it is consensual, though. My God. Get up with Christian Bodge. That was hard. Mid-North Coast's hit. Information that was fake and never happened. I can't believe it. Fake news. With Lee Jollo. A very good morning to Lee Jollo, who joins us this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Hello. Uh, Let's quickly uh, just retcon something that happened last week while I was away on holidays. Uh, I hear another staff member had a go at it, and Christy took a point, apparently. Yeah. No points are given... Uh, during a time when one of the co-hosts is away. Otherwise, if you look at fair. Article C, subsection D in oh. the official fake news notes. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, Lee, I'm cutting you when off When one there. host is away. Uh, no, well, because no points it will be have distributed. Been, it would have been a different conversation had Bianca scored a point against me because she was representing you. Had she got it I never had any and won, you would have went, yep, that's cool, happy to have that point, and I would have paid it. So, so The point does not stand. Unfortunately, Fine. that is the rule. Well, do you want to know what the point score is then? Yeah, let's look at the official point score and then we'll explain how the rules go. Right. You're still losing, Bodge, on four points. I'm on eight and Lee is on seven. That's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It's a long year, Christy. Um, what happens is Lee comes in with three stories and um, they all sound really, really ambitious. Like mm. they, they all mm. sound like they could be fake, but only one of them is. And Christy and I need to try and work out which story is the fake news. Lee, story number one, please. Okay, starting in China, where two teenage girls have been hospitalised for doing too many squats. The pair, described as unfit, let their competitive spirit get the better of them, partaking in a squatting contest via video chat. Squatting non-stop over almost three hours, they both did over 1,000 before finally throwing in the towel. Mm. Uh, the following day, both were taken to hospital with serious muscle injuries. Fortunately, they'll make a full recovery. Okay, cool. Yes. 
Okay. Story number two. Spare a thought for this poor fella who got a fish stuck up his butt. The Chinese man attended a hospital complaining of intense abdominal pain. CT scans revealed the truth, and when questioned, the man said he accidentally sat on it. The sure fish was so large the man had to be operated on. <laughs> There's no word on if the fish was alive. We've all yeah. put stuff insertion. in there. We've all wanted to see what's on. going on when we chuck something up there. Come on now. What sort of fish was it? I don't know what kind of fish okay. it was. You, you've Probably, question. Probably a koi or something like that. <laughs> right, story number three. And a criminal gang has been shut down in the Bolivian city of Potosi. They'd been wreaking absolute havoc by catching wild animals feeding them psychotic drugs and setting them loose in the town centre. The animals, including monkeys, alpacas, even cougars and ostriches, have caused dozens of injuries and done thousands of dollars in damage. Fortunately, most of the animals were able to be captured and taken back to the wild. Uh, See, I've only ever seen cougars on narcotics, and they're normally a good time. So we've got A, B and C. Christy and I need to make the decision which story we deem to be false. Christy? You're looking at me like you're a, really unsure right A, now. B, C. Are you ready to make your decision? Yep. Are you All ready? Right. All right. Ready? Lee? Both you ready? Yep. All right. Three, two, one. A. Dokie. Okay. At least you're going different. So what are you looking at, Bodge? I just, you... I just looked over because you were looking down. I just want to make sure you weren't looking at anything before. I have Lee watching over my shoulder as well. Oh, cool. And he, you can, he, I mean, you can di- confirm that I wasn't cheating. He's directly in front of you, so I don't you know how the... You can see that I'm just running notes. Over the shoulder. Getting her notes right. down, making sure she knows what's what. All right, Lee. She said B. I said A. Which one is the fake news? C. <laughs> Mother. F- yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Lee. You're telling yes. me. You're telling me yeah. A was true. It was true. Of course. That three yeah, they hours. Had that, yeah, hang on a second. Wait. They were hospitalised. A thousand yeah. squats. That's not is bad. Is is not a lot considering a lot. they had three hours to do it. They said they were unfit. There was. So uh, I'm unfit. I can do it. A thousand. There squats was a, in three an hours. actual scientific name for what they contracted, or well, what it was that they suffered the injury. But it was so too complicated but. for me to say. <laughs> Yeah. So Okay, well, there, there we, we go. go. Lee's got another point. What's that take the tally to, Christy? Oh, Lee and I are on a tie right now. Eight points. Hey. Well yeah. done, Lee. And I'm, I'm, the, I'm the dark shadow. I'm number I'm four. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming up there. No, I'm you're gonna, not. <laughs> I'm going to... Yeah. You're trailing Eternally behind optimistic, forever. mate. Yeah. Nice. I like it. The Mid-North Coast Gets Up with Christian Barge. On FM. New girlfriend, obviously. Um, I didn't think I'd settle down. I really didn't. I thought I'd just keep doing what I'm doing and then that'd be the way it is. And um, they caught me by surprise, as, as it sometimes does. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so everything's been going okay. It's still relatively new. It's the honeymoon. But then I... You know, you come across some of the, the the secret stuff, you know, some of the stuff you didn't think that, you know, would come out so early. And she listened to the show? No, but what I've found out is that she could be Victorian. And? And being from New South Wales, you wouldn't understand this, but South Australians yeah. like me and Victorians um, have a long-standing hatred of each other. Oh. They do. No, they do. If this is a big thing. It's well, like, the, like New South Welshmen against the Queenslanders. You know I'm dating a Queenslander. It's more like the Israelis and the Palestinians. <laughs> that's that's how volatile it can be. Yeah. I don't know for fact that she's Victorian, but she was born in Albury. 
and wow. you know that's right on the border. I don't oh. know where I don't know where the hospital is in Albury, but I do know that if she's Victorian, this could spell the end for a very you know a promising looking relationship. But where did she grow up? That's the moral of the story. It's not the it where you were that born. Matter. It's your origin, where you grew up. You know the old oh. saying: it doesn't matter where you're at; it's where you're from. <laughs> Or is it the other way around? doesn't matter. If you're from Victoria, then it, it makes it very difficult to date someone that's from South Australia. It's just one of those things, okay? Mm. It's like you don't put cheese with, um, I don't know, something that's not good with cheese. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Everything goes look, with cheese. <laughs> look, I, I had to seek information about this. I thought, if she is Victorian, how mm. do I go about it? Do I treat her like a normal person? Is she a shapeshifter? Um, all these questions came through my mind, and I thought the only Victorian that I really talked to yeah. is Lee Jollo, our newsreader, <laughs> because he was born in Victoria. You give him stick for that too, uh, and and vice versa. I get it for being South Australian. So, because we're on neutral territory in New South Wales, Lee and I have kind of like, uh, you know, when they say the Israelis and the Palestinians have got this sort of ceasefire, mm. right? That's kind of what we have, and we've got a bit of a dialogue. So I said to him, I said. You know, do, what, what do I feed her? Like, do, do I have to, does she eat Bosh. like special food? Um, you know. Really? Yeah. Am I going to lose, is she, am I going to walk out one day to go to work and find my, my car on bricks? <laughs> um, you know, what, what kind of person am I dealing with here? And he said, mate, she's just like a normal person. I said, what about if we go out for coffee? I know you Victorians are a bunch of hipsters. Do I have to go and get her a deconstructed latte now instead of just a flat white? He said, probably. So I don't know if she's Victorian. Um, like I say, it's right on the border. So this is this is something I'm going to investigate. Um, I don't know how to message. I'm going to message her and just say, look, you know, are you Victorian? I, I might just have to be blunt about it and just bite the bullet. <laughs> she might, you know, she might know that it's um, it's coming because she knows I'm South Australian. So once she knows that I've twigged it, I think the lines will start. So... Um, you know she's going to come to us girls here in the I'm office. I'm a bit awkward because my phone's going off at the moment and as far as I'm aware, she doesn't listen to this show. Apparently she's got taste. Well, she can't have much taste. She's with me. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM. I am pleased to announce I have had confirmation that my brand new girlfriend, who I genuinely was concerned was Victorian because mm. she said she was born in Albury, I've had it confirmed by multiple people that the hospital is on the New South Wales side. Uh, there is a clear definition. In fact, one person said, why would you, if she's from Albury, she's New South Wales, clearly there's a big gap. And I was like, well, when people ask me where I was born, I say Adelaide, even though it was 45 minutes north of Adelaide. So it's just easier for people. <laughs> so I, And she's, in, in fact, she texted in. And she just goes, babe, I'm from New South Wales. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm so, glad that you very accept happy about that. us blues, the New South Welshman. Um, uh, what you mean? Like, is this like a over Queensland? Maybe. No, I'm just or, saying that you've obviously got this issue with Victorians, but it, a, it seems to be okay. It's with a New thing. South I can't explain it. It's like, um, it's not, um. It's not like racism or anything like that. It's just that there's been a long-standing feud, and the reason that I think New South Wales and Queensland aren't involved in it is because it's AFL-related. So mm -hmm. the state of origin for New South Wales and Queensland, it's very, very similar. Um, the only difference is is that you guys, I don't, do you, 
do you, do you complain to each other about um, stadiums and who's got the better stadium and all that sort of stuff? Because the first thing that the Victorians will rip out is we've got the MCG, we've got all that, we've got Etihad Stadium. It's like, all right, whatever, and we've got Adelaide Oval. And that it's realistically, there's not too much in it apart from who's got the better league because in the old days it was the SANFL and the VFL. Mm. So it wasn't even the same league. Um, and then they merged or whatever, and, you know, so it's totally different to the NRL. There's way more layers involved. See, we care way more about the players and the coaches. Well, that's Who's the got thing. the better players? Well, is there even going to be an Origin Series this year, do you reckon? Oh, who knows? It would have already been on by now. It, it's right, yeah. It yeah. would have been on by now. And Missed I think they were, they were meant to be playing a game in Perth, I think, this mm. year. So I think that's gone out the window. You'd like to see it back into the year. I reckon you'd like to see it. I think uh, Peter Volandi's got the league off and running quicker than I think any other sport in the world. Mm. So hopefully you see a bit more of that. Although after last night's performance, I mean, your your Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey, now that you're happy that. now that you're happy that she's a New South Welsh, oh, is there anything else happy. that you're worried about? No, no, everything's been perfect. That's why I thought, well, this would be the icing on the cake if she's not a Victorian, and it turns out she's not. So I'm very happy. I'm very relieved. Nice. So it's all hunky-dory. Just don't stuff it up, bud. Why would I stuff it up? <laughs> Track record. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. Well, I'm very excited, Christian. Very excited. I'm turning it up, just like Ariana said. <laughs> you know who'll be turning it up. All the people are turning up the music to play or go to gyms tomorrow doing the, exercise. That's why I'm excited. Oh, you got your bags you, packed, have I've you? got everything ready to go. <laughs> Which I can't is... wait. I'll probably go, probably go Monday. Uh, I can't go this weekend, but they do open up tomorrow, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, very excited for yeah. businesses that are, things are slowly starting to lift and everything's starting to go to back to normal slightly. But I'm actually well, surprised those words even came out of your mouth, that well, you're excited to go. I am. I, I think um, I missed it because I put some weight back on. <laughs> but a lot of people, for, for a lot of people, um, it's a big mental health thing. To get along yeah. to the gym, they love going and have a little pump of that iron because it, it, you know, gets their, you know, their blood flowing, gets their mind active, and yeah. it gets them out and about. And I, I don't know what it is. I'm not a scientist, but mental health wise, um, exercise is very, very good. Well, I know when I always had a headache, it was the time where I'm like, I'm not motivated to go. I'm not going to go to the gym, but I know if I go, I'll come out of there feeling better, and that headache will be gone. Plus, you and I. Um, we're going for a little while together throughout the day, mm. and you got me along to that. Um, I'm the little motivator for you, but... You are. I wouldn't have got my Invisalign, um, even though I was complaining about my teeth, if it wasn't for you. Like, right, let's go in there. Let's go in there. I was like, okay. And, and then we got that done, and then, like, right, let's go to the gym. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. And then we ended up doing that. And then, yeah, <laughs> well, I don't know what's going to be next, but yeah. um, no, you you don't seem so motivated now. Well, yeah, it's it's... It's weird to even admit it because when we first came into COVID, I was devastated because right. I do a lot of things. Like, I'm not big known myself. I'm just talking about the fact that I do, do multi sport, I do pole dancing, I do burlesque dancing, and, and we'd go to the gym. You're very I, I active. Kept and, and you myself were, busy. You were the sort to look up at the screen at the gym to see your heart rate, <laughs> and you would put your, you'd go, right, I'm, I'm second or third from the top. Um, and then you would just, continually try and get the top top spot, yeah. which is good. I like that competitiveness in you. Yeah, well, I don't know where it's gone because even though I'm excited for businesses and I'm excited to hear people talk about it, 
I, it's kind of just come over me now that I'm like, oh, I don't want to go back. Don't you want to go back to the gym? I've gotten used to the lazy life. Like, oh, it's I, very easy to do. Very it's easy it's to hard to, to find that, that motivation to go when you've just spent months of, of doing nothing and just kind of having that chill out time, like mm. th- that slow pace because I am like, hit them hard, go get them You're kind not- of attitude and, and keep myself really busy. But now I've just kind of like gotten like an old manner and I'm like, I kind of Nothing wrong with that. Look, you're, but- you're being good company. Like there'll be a lot of people that are unfit now because they haven't been for a long time. Oh, so you're saying the competition won't be too fierce? <laughs> it's no, not that. I'm, I'm just saying there's, there's, um, there's a niceness to, especially when you do class-related fitness, yeah. everyone's sort of doing the same stuff. Um, I, I feel like um, I'm always more comfortable in a class now. I thought I'd be the sort to do it just by myself, yeah. but it's actually, I don't know, there's something about class fitness, no matter where you're going. That um, I, I used to do stuff when I was about 16, 17, I'd go to a, a, a gym just to do a, a class and there was a whole load of old ladies there, but it was a nice little community. Mm-hmm. They were always really nice and Uplifting. It's a kind of. It, I think that plays a part in the mental health as well. Yeah, I just don't know why we feel ashamed about not going if we if, if we want to admit that. Look, I'm just just not feeling it. Like I I know that a few weeks back I ran into my personal trainer walking the dog, and um, they, they asked, "Have you been doing stuff at home?" And I I didn't want to admit. No, I've done nothing. I've, I've been I've been lazy, and it's like I don't want to be judged by. Going from such a, a busybody to nothing, and I'm like, I've become you, Bodge, and you've swapped roles with me. Now you're keen to go back, and I just want to well, sit on the couch and eat and do nothing. Please don't misunderstand me. I have done absolutely nothing for ages. I'm excited to get back into it, but I feel like I was excited because I thought you'd be excited, and I thought we'd still keep going together. So now I'm kind of not so sure. Can I use some of your excuses? You're the excuse king. Go for it. Yeah, no, you, I, um... you give, me, give me some of the excuses I've given you in the past, and we'll see whether or not they'll work. My back. Oh, my back. No. Oh, that tummy. Oh, that gallbladder. Oh, oh, oh come on. Oh, come on now. That, oh. that one would work. You can't, you can't say that. My gallbladder was giving me drama. I tripped on my heel, and I, I just, just can't go. No, it doesn't work. Um, Injury like that doesn't work. Look, uh, my clothes don't fit me. Um, I don't want to show my gut. Oh, don't. Oh. I'll allow that one because I was self-conscious. I was self-conscious because I was a fatty. Hit FM with Christian Barge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. We have um, assisted in a couple of things recently that I'm quite proud of in terms of uh, Indigenous culture being kind of protected or, you know, uh, you know, there's a petition, obviously, that's going around this week and um, we've given quite a bit of airtime yeah. to uh, the Nambucca State Forest as well. And that's all sort of sprung up since the Black Lives Matter protests have yeah. started around the world and all these conversations are being had, which I think is great. The um, cancel culture, though, is really starting to get on my tits. Yeah, after yesterday announcing that... Uh Chris Lilly's controversial programs are being removed from streaming service and No Summer Heights High. Uh, Then White Chicks being removed from Netflix. Well, I I was on stand last night and White Chicks was still there. Oh, interesting. the thing with Chris Lilly is, is I wondered how long until he was going to get done for that because he says the N-word quite a lot as well while he's wearing his blackface. And I was like, oh, you can't do that, pal. However... It's gone crazy town. Oh. I was reading this morning. Now, I've only seen the first season of Friends, and that was under duress. So I didn't want to watch it. 
but apparently it's the greatest sitcom of all time. According to the, the general consensus, Friends is the greatest sitcom of all time. I won't argue with it. Mm. Um, I watched the first season. I thought, yeah, it's okay. Now the um, the creators of the show, apparently they were crying and stuff at some kind of event where they were apologising because they weren't racially inclusive enough and they were saying how if it was made in 2020, you wouldn't have five people that were all white and whatever oh. else. I'm like, oh, come on. You don't have to defend a show that's nearly 30 years old um, because there was white people in it. Um, and then the guy that played mm. Ross was, I forget his name, I don't care. He's like, oh, you know, I pushed real hard so that Ross dated women of color. And it's like, well, don't do it because, okay? Just if if there's a story there to be told, do it. But they're not there to be tokens. Do you know what I mean? So, in fact, I think that makes it worse. That was just the entree this morning, Christy. Oh. That was the entree to the main course mm-hmm. of this sh- fest. Yep. Um, kids... We'll hate to hear this. Yep. All right. I can't believe it's come to this. I'm done after hearing this. There is a push to remove all police presence, mm-hmm. and um, I include uh, positive and negative police presence from entertainment like TV and everything like that. Yep. The one that caught my eye and the one that's caught a lot of other people's eyes is Paw Patrol. Yep. They've gone to cartoon characters and chase. Chase, Chase being is one of the favorites. An icon. Yeah. An absolute favorite with kids, and they're, they're going to the extent of wanting to euthanize. Oh, well, this is just Chase. some of the, some of the, the protesters. So, so when, you, when you see these news articles, obviously, they pick the most extreme stuff to showcase. Mm-hmm. They, they give you a little bit of a blurb about what the, the story is, and then they get screenshots of different tweets and people with blue ticks having their say. And there well, was a couple of people saying, let's euthanize them. I thought it was disgusting. Yeah. I thought the only people that are going to suffer are the kids. And you know... That um, as a, as a parent, and I'm not one, but I know many many parents that are irritated by kids shows, but they just love how much the kids just sit there and watch it and behave, yep. and they don't have to worry about it. And Paw Patrol, you you see kids wearing they're decked out in the yeah. stuff, and not just a generic Paw Patrol specific characters. And Chase is the main one. My own nephew, three year old Caden, has Paw Patrol gear everywhere in his entire room. He yep. wears Paw Patrol outfits. How are he you, loves Paw Patrol. How are you going to explain to him that his favourite's if this, gone? The, yeah, if this if this was to come to pass, I don't think it will. But they won't understand it. They won't understand it. No, and it's disgusting. Um, it's it's gone too far. Okay, I'm all for conversation, and I'm all for. Um, you know, doing the right thing where you can. Uh, I'm not for. I'm not for that. No. I think the police force as a whole. Um, there's I know so many police officers that have done so much stuff. They've been through a lot. They've seen things they can't unsee, all to protect where they like where they're protecting yeah. or to serve their community. The police force, um, as an idea is even being attacked. Over in the US, there's a couple of states that are looking to abolish the police force. And I yeah. said yesterday, what's going to replace that? Nothing. You ca- what are you going to replace it with? If you take a power structure away, yeah. what are you going to replace it with? You can't have a void. You'll have anarchy. It's just, it's, exactly. It doesn't You're work. You're going to have more and more protests out there and, and everyone's just going to go mental. Exactly. So. But the thing is, we know that Chase is there to represent the, the best of the police That's force. That's right. Yeah. And to remove him... He's absolutely devastating. Yeah, this is right. Now, this is this is where it gets good, right? So Terry Crews was on telly the other day, and 
Jeez, I love Terry Crews. He's great. Um, he was saying Brooklyn Nine-Nine as a, a cop show, one of my favourite shows, mm. is going to acknowledge it in the next season. Yeah. They're like, how do we talk about it? You have and, to talk about it. And they, they're really good at blurring the lines between comedy and, like, the you know, they give you the feels quite often. Yeah. And Jake particularly as the, the central cast member, Jake Peralta, Andy Samberg, is, he's fantastic at um, going from really funny to quite serious. He does the right thing. He's morally a good cop. So I can see where they would very easily be able to put a situation together where they have to stand up and say, you know what, we're, we're good cops, mm. and they stand up to maybe some bad cops. That's the, that is the um, platform that you do this sort of stuff on. You don't take a kid's show like no. Paw Patrol and say, right, let's euthanize a pup. Because that's that's disgusting, and you're only hurting children. Yeah. So look, I, we'll leave it there. We don't. I, you know, I like a good rant. It yeah. gets my blood flowing, but at the same time, it's a breakfast show. It's a breakfast show. We don't want people to be angry on their way to work. We don't want people to be angry on their way to school. We don't want kids in the car crying. So let's play a nice little song. Oh, this relaxes me. This song. Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid North Coast Hit FM. It's Kids Alpha Bucks. 30 seconds and 10 questions with $10 for every correct answer. Here's your shot to win up to $100 every morning thanks to Optus. Bringing your family together with one family mobile plan. Oh, Christy, it's the last time we're doing this. I'm. I've had such a good time. I wish I hadn't taken last week off because I, um, I've i loved it all week this week. It's been fantastic. I know. You've missed out on a whole lot, and a whole lot of cash has been going out as well, and that could be going into the back pocket of eight-year-old Jaden. Good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling? Good. Now, no pressure because this is the last Kids Alpha Bucks. After today, that's it. It's well, done. I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope it is lucky. Um... What's going to happen is we'll play 30 seconds on the clock and then we're going to ask you some questions. And uh, if you get one right, you get $10. If you get two right, $20 and so on. Does that make sense? Yeah. All My right. dad's already gone through the rules with me. Oh, dad's oh, done good. the rules he's, with He's you. done the training with you, has he? Yeah. Can we ask this? Has your dad ever played the real Alphabox when we've played before? No. Oh, oh, really? So if you win some money today... You'll have the bragging rights at home. You'll be able to say, Dad, I played and won money, and you haven't even played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think that's good. All right. Well, let's get into I'm this. Um, do what? I'm just... What's that, Jaden? I'm going to save up to go deep sea fishing on my birthday oh. for mine oh, so to you... pay for myself. That's what oh, you're going to do with the money. Yep. I need $100 more. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, let's hope we get there for you. All right. Are you ready? Yes. All right, I'm Christy. confident. Good He's boy. so confident. Good boy. I love it, Jaden. All righty. Your letter this morning is D for doll or dog. Uh, and your time starts after this first question. Can you please name us something you roll in a board game? Dice. A family member. Dad. A job. Pass. An animal. Dog. A musical instrument. Drum. A month of the year. December. A food. Plus. A cartoon character. Donkey. 
A boy's name? Daniel. A girl's name? Oh, how many did we get, Christy? Guess what? Do you know how many you got, Jaden? How many? Seven! You get $70! Yay! $70. Now, how much did you say your deep sea fishing was going to cost you? Oh, 550 550 Oh, wow. And you're paying for this out of your own money? No, no, no. $150. Oh. 150 I see. Well, you're $70 towards that, so yeah, I guess... Yeah, you've done a huge effort. I guess Dad can pay for the rest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I heard him in the background there. <laughs> you pay for it. We, we put him on the spot there, so now he has to do it. But so have you done Have you done a lot of fishing before, Jaden? Yes, Are I you, love fishing. Oh, oh, do you? Good on you. What sort of fish? Did you, what was your first fish that you caught? Brim. Brim. Oh, he says it's so. Oh, do you know? I've never actually caught a fish before, Jaden. <laughs> I've never caught one. Guess what? I caught a sardine and Moses snapper. Oh my gosh! So you like your deep sea <laughs> fishing? You do, I'll don't teach you? you watch, oh, Jaden. I, you know, I would love that. He doesn't have his sea legs though, Jaden, and he spews. No, I don't. I don't. Sp- no, don't listen to her, Jaden. I am a man, all right? I can do this. Okay. <laughs> I, go deep sea, I go fishing off that broker, or Danier and Pop. Oh, oh, really? Oh, good on you. Well, there you go. You're a mad king. He knows what's boy. going on. Yeah. All right, Jaden, you are well on your way to your deep sea fishing adventure. Well done. $70. And that is thanks to Optus, Christy. Yes, bringing your family together with one family mobile plan and making so many kids on the Mid-North Coast absolute winners like Jaden this morning. Well uh, done. Yeah, and uh, that's the last one that we're doing as well. I, I've really enjoyed it. I wish we could keep doing it. Jaden, you did really well, mate. You have a great day. Yep, thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. See you, mate. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christy and Budge on the Mid-North Coast. Hit FM. In the words oh. of Gwen Stefani there, I've had it up to here. <laughs> And that was what I had with Bella, what's the wrong puppy with, what's dog. Wrong with Bella? How many times have I spoken to you about her issues of digging? Oh, she's a the digger. The whole digging concerns the backyard. She's a digger. And, and this is the thing: we spent a fortune um, on getting nice grass, and which we personally laid in our front and backyard. Mm. And that little thing, you know what she does? Yeah, she the minute digs you it. Leave That's her, true. Yeah, she just goes, "Ah, they're not home." Cool. Gonna yeah. dig holes. Poor Michael. He loves that grass so much. We even asked the Midwest. More than close. you, probably. <laughs> he does. He gets around with little scissors and cuts it. <laughs> does he actually do that? <laughs> he's done that before. Wow, well, he's a so weird right. guy. Yeah, we no. got, well, but we, I can understand you've it. You've got a love for the lawn. Hey, look, and if, and if, our, we get compliments from the neighbours. Well, did. Until well, Bella just started to destroy it. And, and it's a we're the laughing stock of our family because they know that we absolutely adore, adore our backyard. And, and now there's not much left of it. But well, If you had to pick between your backyard and your dog, oh. one of them had to go. No, the dog. <laughs> the dog never... would go. No, no. <laughs> the it. dog would go. No, I would pick the dog over the oh, lawn. Of course you would. <laughs> but you, you needed a way, obviously, to, to help sort this problem out. Yeah, because even the Mid-North Coast, some of their, their tips and tricks didn't really work on Bella. And then we tried everything, everything in the book. Well, what did you try? Well, we tried uh, cayenne pepper, uh, citronella, because apparently they don't like it. She loves the smell but what of do you, what do you do with it? You put it in the hole so it stops them from going back. Oh. But whilst she might not like the cayenne pepper because it makes her sneeze, she would then go, fine, I'll just go and create another hole. Oh, yeah, she's that smart at you yeah, there. Yeah, mm. uh, We even um, gave her a little sand pit. That didn't work because the um, little clamshell pools that 
um, you use for like water for kids. Yeah, yeah. We put a little bit of sand in there. If it rained, oh, it would God. fill with water, and there goes her little sand pit. And that worked for five yeah, seconds. Yeah, no, I can understand that. That's a bit, a bit of a struggle. So it was like, well, well what do I do? So you go remember, to the you go to the highest authority possible. Well, yeah, a while back, I reached out to Dr. Harry Cooper. And, homes and, and I said he's not going to reply to you. You're I like, said he's got. Nah. Why would he do that? Come he's on. got a lot of other things better to do than talk to you about your dog digging. Well, I think he fell in love with the way that Bella looks. He saw a photo of her and uh, heard my plea. Because guess what? Go on. I've got the man's number. Yeah. And he's willing to talk. Yeah, we're going to chat to him after eight thirty. Um, but there's there's another announcement as well, though. I'm going to be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bella's going to be the little star. So, no, tonight at 7 o'clock, Bella will be a TV star and we'll find out what Dr. Harry has to I'm very excited work about his this. magic to, to fix Bella's digging problems. Now, I'm, I'm in a bit of a quandary with that, you see, because um, the footy's on tonight. The AFL oh. started up again. And Lee Jolo, our newsreader, he and I were going to have beers and watch it. And then he said, well, should we not flick over and watch Christy? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> He goes, you know, we can just, we can replay the football. That's easy. He said, we can do that. It's not a bit like we can even pause it on Foxtel and watch it on that. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't really want to do Bodge, that. Mm. footy or your friend? The one time I can be a little superstar and my little Bella can be a superstar. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will make this sacrifice for you. Thank you. Dr. Harry coming up after 8.30 on here. The Mid-North Coast gets up with Christy and Barge. On Hit FM. Why are you going to be on telly tonight? What's going on, pal? What's happening? Well, we know for a long time I've had issues with my beautiful Bella, my puppy dog. An issue that you never really want to admit because you, you love your dog and you don't want to say, oh, they've got some problems. And yeah. she's had the problem of digging a whole oh. lot of holes at home, and yeah. it's been a massive issue because Michael's precious lawn was destroyed, and, and I reached out, you'll remember this, a while back, wanting Dr. Harry Cooper to come to my house. Oh, I thought that was a stretch. I was like, there's no way he's going to get in touch with you. You get a million of these things every single day. Well, lucky the man lives on the Mid-North Coast, and he was happy to come to my backyard, and the man's here right now. Dr. Harry, good morning. Good morning, Christy. It was interesting to uh, hear your description of your dog. Um, yeah, puppy, dog, you know, one envisages something that weighs about five kilos. <laughs> this dog actually looks like a 20-ton excavator. Oh, thanks. And <laughs> behaves like one as well. You know, this dog can dig holes that people would fall into and it would take SES to rescue you. Right? <laughs> what this dog's done to the backyard is unbelievable. It looks like a, a lunar landscape. We could film Apollo 17 here without any problem at all. Rods, you've got no idea what this backyard looks like. Oh, I've seen her. I, and you're right. She treats um, Bella like a little baby, and I think uh. it must be a girl thing. It's, oh, it's a little puppy. No, it's a great big thing. It is a huge thing. Yeah. She's it's 30 kilos. <laughs> I told you, it's going to get bigger every day. It's a, Bella is a lovely dog. A oh, beautiful nature, a very happy dog. Unusual colour, unusual colour because it's, I guess we would describe it as liver and white or yeah. probably more white than liver actually. So unusual colour, you don't see that a lot in dogs. Thinking back now, probably 75, 80% of the nose is actually pink. Mm. Only small areas of it are pigmented and probably half the face is white as well. And the biggest problem is that if you look at the eyelids, all four eyelids, so there's two on each eye, all four eyelids don't have any pigmentation at all. They're white or actually pink in colour. So 
the big problem that I saw the moment I walked into the back, oh, I fell into the backyard, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the whole, Bodge, there are holes everywhere. I'm oh, I know. Right. I've seen them. They have, they have made a, a, a good attempt at trying to fix it, right? They have. And, you know, the dog will eventually grow out of this, no doubt. By about two and a half, they tend to stop doing this. And dogs have dug holes for as long as they've been dogs. So, yeah. you know, why do they do it? Well, because they like it. Um, they could sometimes dig a big hole to get in and, and, and be cool during the summer months. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, other times they probably think they smell or maybe scent something under the ground and they just want to dig down because going back years ago when dogs were wolves and they went out and they killed to eat, they couldn't manage to consume all their prey in one fell swoop. So they brought some of it home and they buried it, you know, and mm. it's all about this bloke called Ron. So it's all about Ron. If you I get the idea, Ron, do you remember Ron? We I do about remember Ron. Lot, didn't we? Yeah? So mm-hmm. you're wondering now about who Ron is. I am. First name's later. So it's for later on. That's why they put oh. it in a hole. Oh, right? my God. That's all right. I've got a million of them, right? <laughs> so common situation. And if dogs smell something funny, particularly a lot of people get problems with their gardens because they'll plant a nice new tree. It's in potty mix or they'll fertilise the garden with um, – you know, one of these um, commercial fertilisers, which is a natural product, and um, it smells of animal manure because it's often made of poultry manure or something similar, and the dogs go, whoopee-doo, you know, this is something that somebody buried here before me, mm-hmm. I'll dig it up and see what's underneath. And so that often starts the whole thing. And then it becomes a bit of a habit, and, um, you know, if a dog's a bit bored, well, they'll do something while you're away from home. And while the two of them, hubby and wife, are away from home for a while, you know, that's when the dog plays up. Yeah. Look, they're very good. They did a lot of the right sort of things. Um, they've covered the area with mesh, but the trouble is we're talking about a 20-ton excavator here, not yeah. a dog, right? Mm. So the mesh was a little bit light. It needed to be a lot heavier, you know, like two people carrying a sheet type of thing, that weight mesh, and putting that on the ground to actually physically stop the dog digging, and then providing the dog with somewhere where it can dig. Yeah. Right? So we built the dog a sandpit. That's the ideal thing. You get a, um, one of those plastic shells or you actually build one um, out of some coppice logs or something like that and you fill it with sand and you get the dog to dig in there by actually putting some treats in there. So this could be some cheese or chicken or um, some uh, cat biscuits are really good. Dogs love cat biscuits. Um, those sort of things. So that you encourage the dog to dig in there. The moment the dog starts to dig, you go, dig, 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 dig. Get the dog really excited. So, it, no, yeah, everybody thinks I'm a nut because I've got this really high-pitched voice when I get dogs excited. You do. That's but, exactly how Christy sounds. Yeah, when she gets excited, is it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, that's what you do. So that's what we tried to do here. When can we catch the show? What times are on? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. 7 prime. Yep, 7 prime. Yep, tonight. This Friday night. Dr. Harry, thank you so much for taking time out to have a chat with us. Yeah, well, actually, while while we've got him on here, to be honest, when I did my afternoon music show on our sister station on on Triple M, it was 2MC, Mm. did you you used to tune in every now and then? I used to tune in on a regular basis, mate. Oh, look at it. I was an avid listener because I'd be driving around somewhere doing something and I'd always have the radio on. I like the radio. You You have to sit and watch television. But that's good, you know, that's fine. Um, but with the radio, I mean, it's with you wherever you go. That's why I like radio. We love yeah. old mate Strawny on there as well. He's a good friend of ours. Yeah. Oh, Strawny's great in the morning. Yeah, he's yeah. great in the morning. That's, he really is good. That's yeah. why you don't yeah. listen to us, Dr. Howard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I don't, listen, I'm out the door, you know, I'm inside because A, it's raining, and uh, B, you were going to bring me up, so um, but I ended up bringing you. Uh, and... Um, 
I'm sort of waiting for a break in the weather, but it's not going to happen. Oh, so God. I'm going to put a waterproof coat on and go out and feed my horses. Oh, nice. good on you. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us. Thank you, Dr. Right. Harry. Well, enjoy the show tonight, Ron. Yep, will do. 7 o'clock, Prime 7. See you Can't there. wait to see you and Ron. <laughs> if you want more of Christy and Budge, catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from 6 on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM.